What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. I am your host, Steven City P. Watson. As always, back online with my partner in crime, Dante Chase Bridges, aka Dante Chase Bridges. Never needed an aka. Apparently, you sound like a cat, low key. Yeah. And together, that would make us the goddamn brothers. Are you doing your own cheer section right now? Yes. Like, what is that? Yeah, that's a mixture between uh, the bubble playoffs and a feline. And you put them together, and you get yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't even do this. <laughs> Keep on going though. I don't know. Yeah, what up, yeah. man? I don't even know what to say right now. This man just going just threw off my whole game. Hey, everybody! It is Thursday. Yes, it we is. We are back on Thursday again. Mm-hmm. We know we got the games going on right now, but we here to drop some truth. And knowledge to y'all Because that's what we do to y'all, man We do this every single time We just gotta keep it real with y'all Yes, man Hey, bro, how you been doing, man? How, how your week been going and shit? My week is like every week that I go to work It sucks Every week since How long you been working at your job, bro? 14 years 14 years? Hey, hey screw y'all, but I'm gonna come and get this check Yeah, okay. that's, this literally my, that's literally my life <laughs> God damn! That's bro. literally my life. I uh, screw y'all. I'm coming to get. I'm this coming check. to get this check though. Don't fire me. But fuck. you know the thing is, I I go in and put in the work that I need to put in the work. Right. Except on Fridays. Except on Friday. But you slack off on Friday. I slack the fuck off on Fridays. Is this the last day of the week? You throw a crate somewhere it ain't supposed to be. Man, I be doing. I do that shit on purpose. That's why we ran it so. This don't belong here. I don't care. It's afraid of Comed Parks near near the river, nigga. You know the funny part is, is that when you. A lead, and you actually get to tell people what to do. You can just do random shit. Tell them, "Hey, go, go take care of that for me." Y'all really do that. That's the I way that it. you get down. At least I do it on you, Fridays. On, you you on treat Friday. you treat your underlings like they ain't shit. That's what you. They do. know better where they fucking supposed to be at. There's no rhyme or reason to a manager. That's what you're telling me. Pretty much. It pretty much is. It's, it's just man, I'm is. tired, man. Hey, man. hey man, go move a box, nigga. For I, exactly, for I have to do it and get fired. So what <laughs> is that? That's is that not the beauty of being in management? And I'm not really all the way in management. I'm kind of but, like, but right you under- good, you good enough though. I'm good enough. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, you all right, you all right. You can tell some people what to do, but we ain't gonna give you all our power. That's fine. I don't care. I'm hourly. I don't give a fuck. Has anybody ever looked at you and like spit where you was walking? <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> were you work- okay? Because when you work 14 years, you really don't give a shit about a lot of things a lot of people say or do. I'll be like, motherfucker, I got enough seniority in this dot. Yeah. I don't really give a fuck about what none of you motherfuckers say. And there's not a lot of niggas in this by my job that have as much seniority as me. Yeah. Like there's like there's managers. There's a TM at the two TMs at my job don't have as much There's seniority not a lot of African Americans at your job. You 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 We're getting more now for some strange reason. You have the Latin King Association at your job, nigga. But we're getting more <laughs> but we're getting but we're getting more and more now and that's kinda weird. And I'm like it's, I was like, oh okay, it's cool. I'll drop you off and I'll, I've seen a bushel. Of 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 five two, it, it, it'd be like that. five two Latino. Look what they look. My job, <laughs> my job's a little boots. village. My job's a little village, man. I, I know who your that. job is, bro. I can't help that. You know we got a show that we need. To we start do got a show. We got to we got to yeah. went right off the rails again. Uh-huh. But anyway, we got some interesting topics for you today. We're yes, gonna try we to bring some truth to these topics. Mm-hmm. But first, we got a little something we like to call town hall 
business. Mr. Bridges, what you got? The first thing I want to do is give out this press release memo on November 14th, Saturday in Crestwood, Illinois at the Five Below. We are drawing our first annual electronic school drive for all kids between the ages of 7 and 14. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, you got to get there on time because it's going fast, going fast. We got 15 people that have signed up. We only need another 10. So if you live in the Chicago proper area, please hit me up in my DMs and nah, none of that other stuff because y'all be doing that too. And also, I want you to contact this email because that's the professional way of doing it. Brothers Foundation Chicago at gmail.com. That's Brothers Foundation Chicago at gmail.com. Go on ahead, get your kid in there because you know you don't want to pay for all that stuff the Bluetooth, the USB ports, the mouses, the mouse pads, the book bag, the whole all this stuff so we don't be scattering it around the house. Come on and get it because we got it for you. And also, I'd like to give a shout out to our usual suspects. So mm. shout out to WIAN Radio in Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out to Spotify where you can catch this show. Shout out to iTunes. Shout out to iHeartRadio. Shout out to I, him, and everybody that make the brothers possible. Look at Google because we ain't nothing but a Google away. City people, what you got? Shout out to, of course, our residential DJ. Well, not residential. Our official DJ, JMC, and his projects. Daydreams to reality. Nigga, we ain't in Vegas, nigga. I'm tired yeah, of like, Daydreams to reality. Hey, man, I wish we cut a worse. Yeah, I got 100,000 to do uh, yeah. the, the brothers. Man. And shout no. out to another brand, Woe Dare TV. Another young group of okay. young brothers coming out there trying to make their way. Woe Dare TV, shout out to y'all. And of course, shout out. Woe Dare. Woe Dare. Shout out to everybody that tunes in to the Brothers Podcast each and every week. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Yes. And before she tries to kill me on the podcast, shout out to Jennifer Williams. I'm trying Jennifer herself. Beauty in the Brain Podcast. Got another episode coming up for you again. Because, mm-hmm. man, the sports world is going uh Crazy? Y'all got football, y'all got basketball, y'all got baseball. We got work to do. Y'all got Paul George jagging off the playoffs. Y'all got a lot of Man, stuff. Man, look, I could go on a whole 10-minute rant about Paul George, but that's not what we're here for. I, I believe that you need to leave him alone. I, I, you know, you, you shouldn't pick on people because he is he's very pickable owner because that nigga cannot. Fuck that nigga! I knew you was going to say that. Paul George is a number three. Fuck that nigga. Paul George is the Kevin Love of a big three. I promise I'm not going to go into a Paul George rant. Okay, let's just keep it on let's track. Let's keep it moving. All okay? Right. So, with that being said, let's jump to today's topics. We so, got a lot of good topics, man. There's so, a lot of dope stuff going on in the world, bro. So, we are in the midst of a very big controversy right now. What we? What happened, man? Bush we are in elected. the biggest... We are, on, we are on unprecedented times. We are in something that is... So groundbreaking, so unbelievable, we can't even understand what is happening. Right Joe Biden touched Kamala Harris. I know. It was only a matter of time. No, it's not it. Oh, okay. I am talking about Cardi B and Offset's divorce. You talking about a wop bop a loop bop a wop bam divorce? Yes. Nah. It is unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. It is gripped the Facebook world. It has completely tore my life apart. It is un- I, I don't even know what the words to say. I, 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 I can't even fathom. Well, I do have some words to have to say about this. Well, let's get into it then. I, just, I don't give a fuck! Oh, okay. Uh, bro. But we're going to talk about it anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. so Cardi B and Austin are divorced. Yes, they are. Social media has gone up in peril again because apparently 
women have a problem with men making jokes about Cardi B's divorce. Based on the fact that I don't cook, I don't clean, but I still got the ring. Right. And men have been going off on social media, dragging her. And women are not happy about this. It's like all the men in the world are sitting there looking at Cardi B and the fans like this. You already knew what this was, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I understand. So, of course, you know, women take that as like an attack on their selves. And, you yes, know, they, they want to go the whole feminist route and be like, you're pressing women and so on and so forth. Yes, and I'm do. like, first of all, let me make something clear. We as men have a thing that we do is, you know, it's called making fun of people. And guess what? Making fun of people isn't gender exclusive. Anybody I, can get it. I really don't think women understand men's true nature. And a lot of times when we show it out loud or when we show it on a platform like Facebook, they think it's almost uh, evil in a sense. But most men, the way that men get along is we talk about each other. Yeah. It don't matter what it is. Your, your, your grandfather could have died. And at some point, somebody going to talk about him having a bad uh, horseback Betting habit before he passed. That was personal because my oh, yeah. cousin said some shit that I didn't uh, like. like said, we, well, we but we rock. talk about every single thing. Mm -hmm. But the women don't feel that, okay? Right. But you know what? I said this on my show yesterday. And this is something that's very important. It's very true. Even though media and television is something that we can look at and use for entertainment, you can always take a little bit of jewels away from any situation. Like, mm -hmm. I like to say, eat the meat, spit out the bones. Mm -hmm. Now, the one thing that we take away from this Cardi B situation is something that she did say in the WAP song. She said, what was that? I don't cook. Cook, I don't clean, clean, but I still got the ring. Okay, so why are a lot of women and why are a lot of men honing in on that situation right there? Because there's an establishment that women don't have to do much to secure a man. Right. And that's what I feel like the interpretation of that is. Uh-huh. But I think where the rebuttal is now when we get into the situation where the dragons are starting to come is that, yeah, low-hanging fruit doesn't mean it's always tasting good. So are you calling Cardi B low-hanging fruit? Well, we already knew she was low-hanging fruit. Okay. I think I, and this is just, I mean, you can, women can get mad about what I'm saying. Listen, for some weirdo, bizarro reason, women have propped Cardi B up as some type of femme fatale hero of, of sexual liberation for some weird ass reason, mm -hmm. which I don't really understand why, because Cardi B is not a role model. Right. She's never claimed to be. She's not, she's not a role model. She doesn't want to be a role model. Mm -hmm. She just wants to be Cardi B. So... Why are we dragging her, propping her up to a pedestal that's not even necessary? You know why I think most women have propped this up? Because I don't see most men propping her up as this. No. But I can see the women doing it. The reason why I can see this and what I think is going on, I think on a subconscious level, women are taking a Cardi B's personality and equating it to the new age high value woman. Because the new age high value woman has her own money. The new age high value woman is in charge of her own life as far as the resources that's coming in, when she wants to get married, when she's going to have sex with whoever she wants to have sex with. And they're equating this to power. Well, they're equating this to a power shift that actually benefits the woman. 
but when you really look into the situation, anything that throws off the equilibrium or the homeostasis of a family does not benefit nobody, okay? So that's why all the women always saying, oh yeah, this is why we going there. I look on my Facebook timeline and I see Cardi B lyrics on every mm -hmm. single body's Facebook, Instagram, and Titter. I said Titter. Titter. You said Titter. It's, it's because they're trying to symbolize what their new values is. We're not dealing with the old woman. We're dealing with a modern woman that's a hybrid. A woman that wants to be independent and masculine and a woman that also wants a man to play the traditional role. So you got those same women that's quoting I don't cook, I don't clean, but wanting a man to play a role that's not what Offset did. Because Offset is resembling a man that actually pushes away that mm -hmm. and goes to do what men do when they don't feel like they are a part of the home or they feel emasculated. Which is go off and be with other women See, if you really look at this situation with Cardi being offset You can learn a thing or two Because I'll just ask you personally If you've ever been in a situation with a woman And I'm not saying you cheated or not mm -hmm. But if you've been in a situation where you had the man role And for whatever reason she started to treat you Like you weren't the man of the relationship Doing passive aggressive things Emasculating you Taking out the garbage when you're supposed to All that At some point did you not feel like, man, I, I really want to do something that I can re, uh, maintain my masculinity in this relationship? Right. One of the ways that that happens is a man goes out and does the one thing that makes him feel like a man. Have sex with her. Have sex with another woman. A lot of people don't like to hear that. And a lot of women that get in relationships where they're in the boss mode, mm. a.k.a. the Cardi B., they hate to hear this. But I'm not talking about one man. I'm talking about men's nature. When a man feels emasculated, he's going to hold or grab the couple of things that's going to make him feel like a man. Now, a weaker man will grab violence. Right. So sometimes you can see a lot of domestic violence happen in these situations. And a man that goes the other route grabs another woman. So that's why I feel like you can learn a lot from this. Because the one jewel you can learn... When a woman gets into that boss masculine role, mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, you're not going to have a man that's established that's going to go under or submit to that woman. Mm -hmm. He's going to try to find his masculinity any way he can. Right. And one of those ways is doing what he did to get that divorce. A lot of people ain't going to agree, but I'm actually putting a lot of laws of the universe inside of this. I'm talking about the laws of, um, what is that called? Uh, Seven Hermetic Principles. That's what I'm actually quoting, but I'm just doing it in a way we all can understand. Layman's terms. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind I'm gonna rewind it back a little bit. When you said that the new this is the the mantra of the new high value woman in this world, I'm going to push back on that a little bit. I don't even think this is the mantra for the new this is the mind this is what women project. The current crop of women out here project this is the new high value woman. But the truth is, I don't even think this is the new high-value woman. Okay. This is just their perception of what they think it should be. Now, I've made this argument several times on social media when it comes to why do women feel, why do women feel like Cardi, why do men feel like about this about Cardi B and about average women? I tell this situation all the time. One, you're not Cardi B. You are just you. Trying to project your feelings and your livelihood into what Cardi B is going through. Mm -hmm. 
Cardi B, and I know this is kind of like the most blunt, a blunt form of this, but Cardi B has money. Okay. Cardi B can afford to do what the fuck she wants to do. Okay. Cardi B has the right, to, has the money to afford to do, to say whatever the fuck she wants to say. Cardi B has the money to live whatever the fuck she wants to live. To a lot of women out there that project to her or idolize her, you don't live like Cardi B. There are rules and regulations that you have to go through in your life that aren't the same as hers. Right. Cardi B can divorce Offset and go get another nigga quick. Mm-hmm. You can you can break up with one nigga. You may not never get that same type of nigga again. I got to give you a little pushback on this, okay? Um, and, and the reason why I got to let's let's draw out a couple of stats right now. In 2017, the African American divorce rate was over 71 percent that meant that that african americans were only getting married by 29 percent from 2017 all the way to 2020 guess where that number went it can either go up or go down what up it went down okay now it's a thing called opportunity cost and economics it means that if it costs a lot to make Mm -hmm. and i don't charge enough i lose money now Let's transfer this to the women. Now, like we can see a steady decline of a feminine role where they're in the workforce. African-Americans are the leading people in education as far as getting their degrees. Mm -hmm. They are becoming the managerial roles in the top fortune 500, 100, 800, and and 1,000 corporations. So they're basically taking the mantra of the overseers or the masculine role. But as they keep on progressing, the African-American woman, and just on ethnicity's sake, I'm going to say she's of the black ethnicity. I know that she's of a Caribbean descent, but for simplicity's sake, I'm so saying like Afro-Latino. Afro-Latino. Uh-huh. So as that keep on progressing, as we get the Cardi B's that have their own money, okay? She doesn't have her own money. She signed to a 360 deal that goes through her reality TV show. Yeah. Mona Scott's still getting paid from her. But as she progresses, Cardi B is a microcosm of women getting a lot of money, but not being able to maintain a stable household at the same time. Because I don't care how much money a woman has, if you cannot maintain a household where the man and the uh, man and the future kids or the current kids are there dwelling and are safe and are healthy, mm-hmm. it don't care if you got ten million dollars. Because where are those resources really going? Because If you have a family that came together and a woman is not actually being able to play inside of that family, but she becomes the masculine role, it throws off the dynamic of that household. And you get all this separation. Now you got a baby. What's her name? Culture? I guess. No, culture culture is their baby. baby, You got a baby in the mix. You got offset that has to buy another property. And you have Cardi B that probably has to buy another property. And you have a split household. Okay? So... What I'm basically trying to say is, even though the women, this new age woman is getting all the resources, all the money, everything to make her her life happy and successful by herself, the opportunity cost or the inverse of it is the families are going down. The marriage rates are going down. The more that women are being independent, the less marriage rates are going down are going 
down. So we can have 10 million millionaires as women and being able to control their own households. Mm -hmm. But it's going to inversely affect the black man and the black woman coming together, creating a household where they can have healthy babies that will do the same thing. And Cardi B offset, although it's crazy in hip hop, it's just a microcosm of that. And that's why I say from this rap stuff, this media stuff, although it's terrible and garbage, you can eat the meat and spit out the bones with some of this stuff. Because there are le- life lessons in a lot of this shit. Okay? So again, like I said, basically again, I want women to understand when we mean what I mean by this and what I mean what we mean by this is that your infatuation with Cardi B is not needed to define who you are in a relationship. What I mean by that is that you don't have to put your energy into a situation like that when it comes to Cardi B and all set. Chances are you'll... I don't even want to sound negative, but chances are you're not going to live that life that they live ever. Okay. Most women aren't going to live that life that Cardi B lives. So... It's not saying we don't think she's a role model, which we know she's not, which she says herself. She's a role model. She's a role model to a what? Exactly. Role models don't have to be positive. Role models, models can be is. subconscious. Role models so can just... She's a role be, model. Role, I think role... What you mean? I think what better ideology for that is role models can be an example of what to do or what not to example do. Example is a good word for it. Example. That would be better. So, I, don't, I think Cardi B is an example. Mm-hmm. Is an example of what the culture that's being projected about black women that's just simply not true. And it's being force fed every day on V103, yeah. 92.3, 107.5, all the VH1, all the BT, damn near all of YouTube, all of uh, Vimo, everything that has the black face. Right. Literally blackface at this point. It's, it's an overglorification, and to be honest with you, we need to corral that shit exactly because it's a modern day minstrel show, and we have the whole world tuning in. Because what we fail to realize is everybody follows our lead when it comes to culture. What we did 15 years ago, China is doing right now. When we used to rock them big ass Jabo jeans. Mm-hmm. You go to China right now, they got a whole Fubu outfit on right now, yeah. and this is true. This is what they do. I was in a group and they argued. It's an anime group. Mm-hmm. Um, because I like anime. I don't give a fuck. fuck okay, out. man. Just but uh, uh, man, they did a culture. They, they somebody <laughs> posted a video about in Japan. Yeah. Or in China, I believe one of those two countries. They had a reggae dance hall club. I believe it. And they was getting wild and buck in that reggae dance hall club. I believe. And people thought, and people in that group were majorly black, saying, this feels like culture appropriation. It is. And you know what my response was? Y'all are claiming culture appropriation in Japan, from mm-hmm. Japan. Right. In a group. Where the entire <laughs> argument and consequence group is, is based on something that occurs in Japan. <laughs> and you got the audacity yes. to call these people out for cultural appropriation. That's how much how much anime y'all watch, how much 
anime food y'all pretend that's, you like to um, eat, how much cosplaying you like to do. That's ironic and hypocritical at the same time. Exactly. And I sat there and looked like, and you know what? And it's funny because I was on that thread and I said that and I was the last person to comment on that. Just uh, the way I said that in there. Because it's, it's, it's funny and true at the same it's time. It's funny, but it's obviously true. But at the, the same time, you can't say that the whole world don't follow the lead of black culture. Oh, no, I know. I know. I completely understand that. It's just that in that instance, in that moment, yeah, it's kind of was like, y'all need to <laughs> shut the fuck up on this one, okay? Hey, don't man, do- they taking our dance hall. This nigga wielding a sword, as he's right. saying in his profile picture. I understand. But, but Lupe Fiasco <laughs> think he was a, a samurai's whole life, okay? That nigga had three albums with a Shogun stance in it, like this. Right, <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to hear shit from y'all. Yeah. But anyway... Now this one I'm gonna have to direct. I'm gonna I'm gonna just toss it to you on this one because okay. I, this is something a new story that I just heard about. That. Apparently there is a whole controversy going on yeah. with the ICE detention center, and there's the volatile hysterectomies that are now going on. Yes. Please dive into this because this is the first time I've heard about this. Well, see, as you said, uh, when it came to the people crossing the border of Mexican descent, the women are getting stopped in the ICE detention centers, and they are doing what we call covert medical examinations aka hysterectories on the women but if you understand the united states actual history this ain't nothing new in north carolina and south carolina alone back in the 1920s 30s and 40s they were locking up black women and it was mandatory that they get hysterectomies when you talked about planet parent i said planet 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 parenthood we think about planet fitness i think about planet fitness uh-huh. when you talk about planned parenthood what was the mantra of them by margaret sanger it wasn't about them giving a woman a choice. It was about them taking the choices by giving involuntary hysterectomies to the women that was around that southern region, aka black women. So the United States government has been in some way sterilizing black women or women of color for a long time. This only is just more of the same shit that the U.S. does. So although this is egregious, this is something that I look at and say, God, dog, this ain't nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun. This right. is protocol. Now, the one thing that I want to know is, is this something that has been doing from like the, the, the deep state or the dark side of the government? Or is this something that Trump has actually endorsed on the low? You know, like, let's test. Because they're doing hysterectomies. It's only two things they're doing. Number one, Basically, they're trying to stop the Mexicans from overpopulating the United States. And number two, they're doing some form of an experiment on these women. So where does the money trail lead? That's what I want to know. Who's giving the okay? Who's signing the slip saying hysterectomies? You know what I'm saying? Right. Because if this goes into the actual government, we need a goddamn government overhaul, to be honest with you. Because this is starting to, well, like I said, this is more of the same shit. Yeah. Eisenhower did it, Roosevelt did it, everybody did this. It's more of the same stuff. Now that's some, that's a real shit. I think people need to pay attention to that because yeah. there's when we say there is a war on women, trust me, it ain't black men leading the war. It no. just isn't. It just isn't. It's just not true. I, it's a big, it's a bigger situation going on that we yeah. need to be able to address this and find a solution for because they are coming for us. Right. And not to cut you off, bro, but I think it's more than just a war on women. I think it's a war on a population of the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about people of color that always get under the knife 
of these situations. We were talking about the African-Americans for more than 50 years in our past in the southern regions of the United States. Now we're talking about the Central American regions of these Mexican women doing the same thing in the United States government being the people that do it. This is the same-ish over and over again. So do I say it's just on women? I say it's on the wrong kind or what the government considers to be the wrong kind. Because I don't believe those census records are correct. I don't believe that there is only 10, 13% African American and it's 15 to 17% Mexicans. You know, I don't believe that. You know what I'm saying? Because half the black people don't get counted in the census anyway. I, I know for a long time my family didn't even bring or let no census people come and take their census because of what was going on. But that's a whole nother story. But this right here, like I said, is more of the same itch. The United States was founded on experiments with women to stop population over population. And this is what we're going through. And we're going to continue to go through this. And we're going to continue to go through this and we need to find If you say USA, they taking babies away. I'm yeah, going right. to run from the Sith president of the United States. That's I'm mean, Sith president with that monster right Sith there. president. Yeah. USA, take the baby away. Damn. I'm going to have the horns and everything. Black and red makeup and everything, bro. He's going to be a whole Star Wars. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to the dark side, man. You know, I've been doing this this light thing, helping people. You know, a lot of people say that, that, you know, being a Star Wars and being a Sith is not actually a bad thing. You're based on emotions. There's a whole philosophy behind that. Yeah, they probably have. You got you to gotta kind of look into it. But anyway. And, and the sex probably off the chain if you're a Sith because everything is fuck. just emotional. It's emotional as fuck. So, let's talk about something that we've been dealing with on every airway for a long time. What's that? The Udo bait and switch. Whoa. Udo Trojan Force. I think I know what you're talking about. So, there was a little episode, another little show that came out not too long ago called P Valley. Have you checked it out yet? No. Why? You don't want to check out what down? No, no, no. I just, I just. Girls getting naked. I've, I've heard about it. I've read about it. It's just, I don't have time. You don't have time. Well, I do have time. I just, this doesn't interest me. Yeah, okay. Okay, if people don't understand. More honest, more more honest. My livelihood mostly centers around sports related television Uh and anime and, um, Call and um, Law and Order. I don't know. It's your and Law and Order. It's world. <laughs> and Chicago PD. Chicago PD is actually good. I like Chicago PD. Yeah, that that that. No. It's, and I like. I don't give a fuck with that. I like Chicago PD, but I understand how unrealistic it is. Yeah, because I don't know what it's they be except, doing. It's the projection. It's a mindset of what we love the Chicago people who was raised by their grandmamas look at Chicago PD like that 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 ain't ain't real that's when you don't have cable and you just say that's why it is still television (laughs) (laughs) nothing is real but anyway nothing's real on television but anyway so according to what I understand P Valley has had it's basically a stripper show It's it's a television series based on the lives of strippers right and it's actually a lot more complex than people think it is yes However, just when you think it gets to an interesting turn about, okay, this might be an accurate representation or someone's accurate representation of what's going on. But then you almost kind of see there's some subliminal messaging. I think I know where you're going to. This is where your subliminal messaging you think is coming from, right? Always. So you believe that there's a Trojan horse in the yes. Valley. I don't watch it at all. 
or watching even nearly enough to understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So what do you mean by a Trojan horse? Well, what happened with the Trojan horse? Let's just, you know, give a little history on that. So Trojan horse, if people don't understand what Trojan horse is back, what is it? Back in the war times, back in Rome, Rome, Rome. in Rome, soldiers were planted in a wooden horse and they were offered... Troy soldiers. Troy soldiers. Troy. Troy soldiers. Yeah. Were inside of a wooden horse and they were brought up as supposed to be as a gift. Mm -hmm. When they were brought in as a gift, they came out of the wooden horse and invaded and conquered an entire land. Right. I know I'm giving a really brief summary of it, but that's pretty much just what concept of what it is that's okay for the sto- make the story short so the other words a trojan horse is literally the bait and switch you get baited and then they switch up on you mm-hmm. so p valley in your is a representation of the trojan horse and that is exactly why again now uh before we get kicked off the air for this because you know oh. how sensitive uh you know the airways can be mm-hmm. uh I have to give a disclaimer. We're not uh, being prejudiced against any demographic, any people, or any intersectionality that you choose. This is strictly an objectionable observation, people. So, with that being said, <laughs> let's get into what we're talking about. Now, the Trojan horse, and I'm pretty sure it's not just with P-Valley. This has been going on with a lot of TV shows and movies. Um, what would be one? Moonlight. I don't know if you've seen Moonlight. Um, everything on Netflix that got a uh, black mantra in it. <laughs> what has been happening is I, was, I just shared the thought about the cuties being on. That show. Uh, I really didn't like. I really don't. Ain't that deceptive? That is the bullshit. To name a show, cuties and they had that shit. I I saw a video clip on Facebook about cuties, and I immediately was like. Yo, I need to file a report against somebody. Somebody I, got somebody need their ass beat for this shit. I, I got through maybe twenty minutes. Now, this—if you look at my Netflix, this is where I stopped it. I saw a scene where these girls were learning how to twerk. I, that was the scene that was on Facebook. I think I saw it. And they did a move where we used to do in a club. When we was twenty-five years old, where uh, they was on the ground and they was humping the ground, uh, and that's when I cut the damn movie off. But at the same time, that's a little bit of the Trojan horse. Because what's happening is that most people are tuning in to entertainment for although it could be a little ratchet, although it could be a little uh, lowbrow, I can say sometimes. Mm -hmm. But it's just pure entertainment. Mm -hmm. But what always gets thrown in after you are sucked into it because you see the things that you wanted to see is things dealing with some form of intersectionality. Uh, most of the times dealing with a LGBTQ type of a dynamic. Now, with the show P Valley, it's the same old thing. We're dealing with the Trojan horse here because a lot of people, and this is why I think stars understand what's going on, because not one time in the previews of the show did they ever show for three months anything dealing with homosexuality. Anything dealing with the rawness of the homosexuality that was going on in the show. Mm -hmm. They literally kept that away from people. And that's why it's the Trojan horse. Because if they would have led with it, they know they would have just basically isolated a whole demographic that did not want to watch that show for that reason. But they intentionally made it so that when they showed the previews, none of that was seen. And if you've watched P-Valley, I would say about... 
40 to 50% of the plot is geared around the LGBT, LGBTQ community. And it's one thing to have a scene where someone is in love or someone is kissing. But this rivals Pornhub. This right here. This is something that you couldn't explain. If you sat back and was trying to watch it with, let's say, your 17, 18-year-old ne nephew, you know how we, we have these rites of passages sometimes. We'd be like, all right, man, come on. All right, you grown? All right, well, we can watch something. This was hardcore porn that they were showing. And this is more of the same thing as Trojan Horse. Because a lot of people, although I will respect the fact that you have your sexuality, you respect the fact that I have mine, but because I have mine, that means I don't want to indulge in yours, whether it be me watching it on TV or me living it in my own personal life. And it is a deliberate act of a lot of the mainstream media when they basically seal or hide what's really going on in a show like P-Valley. And then when you get into it, maybe two to three episodes, you realize that it's all geared around something that you probably wouldn't have watched in the first place if you would have known what it was. And that is the Trojan horse. They always bring in their angle in, but sucking you into it enough where you're tuned in, then bam! Well, I think the difference from what it sounds like, I think the thing is, is that it's, the good thing is, it's not leaving an impression on people to a certain extent. I think people are more adult the enough. The hell you say. The, people are adult <laughs> enough and are mature enough at this point to decide whether or not, look, if I'm going to continue to watch it, I'm going to continue watching it. Because uh, I'm not going to go, I'm never going to go to the route like, yo, TV make you gay. That's just, just not the well, truth. Well, we, we, we didn't say that. Well, no, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> but I think the impression is that, okay, I'm not entertained by this. Mm -hmm. I don't like this. Uh, I don't want to keep running on to this. Right. And I don't want to watch this. Now, you know what this reminds me of? A show I did watch, used to watch, Empire. It right. did remind me of. And everybody knows the controversy about what 50 Cent said when about when he said that the show was starting to get a little too gay for him. Yeah. And that. it's like, I remember that shit. And he got vehemently dragged for that. Because when did 50 Cent never get dragged? But. I mean, he made about $50 million from dragging and being dragged. That's, yeah, that's, he's that's a, what he does. He's a professional troll. Right. So the thing is, is that when Empire came out, when I stopped watching Empire, it wasn't because of the actual tabooness of homosexuality in this. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, it made it kind of cheesy to me and really corny. It really okay. kind of, you know... The fact that they tried to make it so blatantly taboo was kind of cheesy to me. Mm -hmm. And it was okay. just like... They tried to make it really extra Good point. when it came to him. So I think what the thing is, when it, from what I understand about P-Valley, is that it's not so much the, the intersectionality of the situation. It's about the taboos. It's like when you're a black person and you hear stigmatism about black people on TV shows. Like you go in the hood, it's always fucked up. It's always that nigga on the corner. Like Rubbing down Cadillac, somewhere right, in the some backyard. Right, shit like that. Right. Like, don't be a menace to South Central about drinking the juice. Black exploitation. But that was satire. That it's was, that satire, was but it also put a really big rep, a, a misconception. But white people actually thought that's how we lived at one Friday. Yeah. Even though we like, we love Friday. I love Friday. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. That's still for a representation about how all black people act. Uh -huh. And I think that's the situation. As far as the, as far as, the LGBT or gay people. Let's 
The LGBT is an organization. The is an organization. Let's talk about the gay people being represented. Right. I think there's a, a, a misrepresentation about how gay people are being presented in a show like that. And I don't think that's fair and I'm right. And I think that's become really taboo. Mm. It becomes real cheesy. It almost feels like you're making a mockery of it. Because I'm no, we know for a fact that there are very decent, well-to-do gay people who are just right. not like that. But I think it's making it really like, you know, like how they present black people. You made an interesting point. I just want to piggyback on this for a little bit. Okay. The first thing you said was about exploitation. So now what's happening is they are literally taking what the LGBTQ is and they're exploiting it and making it damn near satire. They're making the most extreme cases and the extreme ways of how they can act and they're making it almost normal by the show P-Value because the way that they show the LGBTQ community is nothing about love. It's all about shame, embarrassment, about someone that hasn't came to terms with their sexuality, about someone that is closeted, and this is not about a coming-of-age story. This is literally geared towards shaming African-American black men that may be gay, okay? That's one thing. The other thing that I have a problem with, like you said, if it was a show that had gay content inside of it, okay? Mm-hmm. Just like a show can have like the sports, shy, Okay, mm-hmm. you have gay content inside your show. I'm not going to kill you or take your soup for that. But what I am a little bit mad about is the fact that you are being a little deceptive, which comes back to my point. If P Valley was shown in the way that it truly is, which is half about stripping and half about LGBTQ, they would probably not gotten all of the rave and the people viewing in that they were supposed to if they would have been upfront and honest with what the show was. I believe that Stars Network and more networks like that, because Stars are just a microcosm of what they do, I believe they knew this. And I believe, just like the Trojan horse theory, that they know that, okay, maybe we can't just be upfront with what's going on inside of the series. So we got to lure them in with things that they like. Dealing with beautiful women. Dealing with stripping on a pole. Ratchet music. And after we lure them in, bam, we hit them with our dynamic. That's what I have a problem with. The premeditated, the calculated way that they're delivering this information. Almost as if they want to bring down our defenses and bam, hit us in our subconscious mind with it. So, like, you made a subject, and, well, you made a comment and you said, you know, TV don't turn you gay. Or, what was that, yeah. what you said? You said, TV don't turn you gay. But if I just went from strictly scientific and pure empirical data, I'm not saying that TV doesn't make you gay, but I do know if you see something over and over and over again, it gets caught in your subconscious mind. Now, whether that makes you gay or whether that makes you more susceptible to looking at a gay show and getting their ratings up, that's on them. Maybe they don't want to turn you gay, but maybe they want you to be cool and malleable when they bring you all the content like a P-Valley in the gay scenes, like the cuties in the pedophilia, like the shy when they had the first episode, the two lesbian couple got a strap on and she getting hit on a wedding night. You know, all that type of stuff. 
is pushing the line of what's normal in society because we don't even know what's normal anymore. Usually, what's normal, you can tell, and then you have a reference to say that's not right. But where is the line anymore? Where's the baseline? There's no baseline of, okay, this is right or this is wrong. Everything is skewed. Just like we was having a conversation about the girl, um, not Carrie Champion, what's the other girl? Maria Taylor. Maria Taylor from ESPN. Yeah. And we were having a debate about, okay, the guy made the comment, he got fired, saying that, you know, she looked yeah. like she's at the AVM Awards. And when I looked at her outfit, I said to myself, wow, that, that's a lot of leather and it's very low cut. Yeah. And you said, what's the problem with that? Right. My thing is, just tying this back into the Trojan horse in that show, where is the actual normal line where we can say, okay, this is the point of reference where this is right, this way of dressing is right, so this is wrong, and this is wrong, but this is right. We have no frame of reference anymore. So just like with P-Valley, just like with all these shows, just like with these pedophilia shows that they're pushing like cuties, there's going to get to a point in the world where we're going to say, well, isn't nine, 11 year olds twerking on Netflix? Ain't that normal? We've seen it a couple of times. That's a normal thing. Well, I think frame of reference is also, it also based on situation from situation from situation based on it. We all know cuties pretty much pedophilic shit. It's pedophilia. Okay. It's just pedophilia. It's pretty much pedophilic shit. Yeah. I would not recommend anybody ever even bother. No. If you enjoyed it, you got an issue. Yeah. You definitely have an issue. Um, P-Valley, it kind of is what it is at this point. At least it's adult content. It's adult content. And at it's least not, that. right. If you got your 12-year-old watching P-Valley, you need your ass beat. That's a frame of reference right there. You're not allowed your 12-year-old <laughs> watch P-Valley, obviously. Uh-huh. But when we come to Maria Taylor, this is just one of those things where I like to say, I mind my motherfucking business <laughs> and let them do them. Let them do them, huh? Now, the, the, like, I, I know I forgot the man's name who said yeah. it. I don't even care, Mark, right. whatever. I don't give a fuck about him. He gone. He gone. gone. He lost his job <laughs> over there, clearly. Job. And you know how I feel. A white person ain't finna say shit about a black woman and Ever in my, in my absolutely one hundred percent agree. Fuck with about you. what he fucking says. Fuck him, hundred percent. So yeah, like I said, I mind my own fucking business about that. I didn't think it was that bad. I wouldn't think it was near that bad. I said, listen, I watch ESPN regularly. Mm. It is mandatory uniform policy that women of ESPN have to wear low cut dresses. Every single time they go and play anchor, they are kind of scandally clad when you. So they, it's here. it's you, uh, it's uniform policy with them. <laughs> you telling me that <laughs> nah, that nah, 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 shit wait, wait. is worse? That shit is worse than what Maria Taylor had on. Carrie Champion, no inner thighs showing. Carrie, Carrie, put, Carrie, I remember seeing Carrie Champion when <laughs> she was working there, and the <laughs> legs was glistening, and her dress was this. Up to her, damn near up to her hip. Premium grade shea butter. And somehow that shit <laughs> stayed down and it was a miracle. Yeah. I've seen Doris Burke wearing long cut gowns and dresses like that. Uh-huh. I've seen uh, Sage Steele wear a low cut flowing dress. I don't like Sage Steele. Oh. What's wrong with Sage Steele? Sage Steele is a loach. She's one of those. I don't know how to say it's the correct Okay, word. well, just let's move on. I think I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Okay. 
She's an Uncle Tom. All right. There she is. Okay, All so right. say, but the point is, what comes to Elizabeth Taylor, I don't know. I think there's a frame of... Uh, you said I, Elizabeth Taylor. Sorry, I don't say nothing. Maria. <laughs> Maria. Hey, nobody don't want to see her in understandably yeah, clad at this point. She's we mixed up names a lot around here. We'll apologize. Yeah, I don't want to see. But the point is, I think there's a frame of reference that it, it is based off of situation, from situation, from situation. Mm. And you kind of have to attack it appropriately in the way you ha- in the best way you can. It may not be agreeable for everybody, but it has to have some line being drawn. You know mm. what I mean? So... You gotta kind of, like I said, P Valley, as you said before, at least it's adult content. Yes. And I think as adults, we understand what the fuck we're looking at and what's coming sometimes. It's almost like you know, if you've been around the game long enough, you know what's gonna happen next. It's like you were, you were like, we're, we're 34 years old, respectively, between both of us, you know? Right. We know when shit's gonna go down. So you see a show like P Valley has a lot of sex, women and sex, 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 and stripping and sex. You want to know? Yeah, I think I know what some element of this is about to pop up, and there it is. You really think that because that show had sex in it, that the element of gay sex was just right on the plate? It was coming. Well, up. if you think about it, aren't women more fluid to gay sex than men are? I don't know that. I asked the hey, question. It, okay, make a from poll. what from what your experiences <laughs> and what well, for what experience what we observed on TV. Aren't women more fluid to that? I don't know, because it's just one thing about what you said. You said observed on TV. Now, this goes back to what I say. Sometimes you have to eat the meat to spit out the bones. Now, what is on TV is exaggerated to the highest extent. So I can't just gauge on like a poll or a sociology survey on if women out here, you know, nibbling and giggling. We'll do the research on that, and we'll come back to that. Yeah, we're going to go to the club and, and do the research, and we'll let y'all know what's popping. There is no club no more. Nah, we don't do the club. We you know what? Cigar lounges. But see, you don't smoke cigars. Women in cigar lounges? Yeah, hell yeah. I'm going to cigar lounge on Friday watch this Miami Heat game. I think Brian going to be up there. We got a couple of fellas up there, man. Don't nobody hear no Brian. Brian? No way knows Brian. Oh, you don't know. Okay, well, I'm talking. I said nobody, none of our fans know. No, Brian. I'm talking like it's just us. Right. Yeah. We're going to be up there chilling. Uh, Windy City Cigar Lounge, man, 43rd and Prairie, right. man. Shout out to y'all. Y'all Shout got a nice you. establishment. Black owned, man. Good job. Yes, yes. On that note, that wraps up yeah, another I think that episode. Wrap it up, man. man. Yes. That's a little bit quick one because you know what? We got to find out what the fuck's going on in this game right now because it might be chaos. And before we do all that, like I said, man, November 14th, Saturday, Crestwood, Illinois, Five Below, the Brothers Foundation is having its first annual electronic school drive. We are giving away electronics to seven to 14 year olds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all got the Chromebooks. Y'all got the MacBooks from the school. But do y'all have the Bluetooth? Do you have the mouses, mouse pads? Do you have all the electronic equipment that they need in order to make this run? Because I've been hearing a lot of horror stories from y'all. Yeah, it, it, it ain't looking too good. So come down to Five Below on November 14th, and we can hook you up with the electronics you need. It's all free, baby. Yes, It's sir. all free, okay? Please support, 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 support. On that note, we are done for Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges. I don't need an a.k.a., man. Yeah, he, does, he never does. <laughs> all right. I'm Steven C. P. Watson. We are out. Peace. Peace.